Hello, and thank you for taking the time to listen to the 13th episode of Sun Signs and Their Personalities with Noah. That's me. This podcast is about sun signs and how they relate to our personalities. Today, I will be discussing Gemini Part 2, and the birth dates will be May 31st to June 5th. If you would like to hear Gemini Part 1, go to Episode 12 or go to Tarj Gemini Cusp, Episode 11. Okay, let's get this started. May 31st. Let me see how I should start. I do not want to do you any injustification because you are generally a tender and affectionate person. Even though this is usually not seen the first time when someone meets you, or maybe the first few times, it will take some time for others to see this warm side of you. You rather show others the hard and down to business side of you instead. And maybe once you get to know this person and vice versa, your cute and cuddly bunny side will come out. Having a harmonious home life is something you take great pride in. And if you are able to achieve this at your work as well, then you will feel truly blessed. Here's the thing. Some people say they have harmony at home and or at work. In other words, all is well and you are content with your life. But in reality, if you were to spend a week with them, in their inner world, at home or at work, watching how others interact with them and how they interact with others, there is a chance you might see something that will contradict what they are trying to portray. This is not you. I think your sweet side comes with some sour moments that you do not have a problem with admitting to. What I mean by admitting to is that you let others know up front, right away, yes, I have a warm side, but if there is something that is stressing me or if you are doing something that is annoying me, I will tell you, and just so you understand clearly, this is bothering me, I will say it as many times as I need to say it over and over and over until I feel it is no longer needed to be said, or you stop what it is that you're doing, whichever comes first. And yes, feel free to argue with me about it, because I am highly combative. As we all know, you are active mentally, physically, and emotionally, but the emotional side of you is kept in a secret and secure place that is heavily guarded. You have stuff to do, and you usually have a plan for almost anything. This is why you are constantly involved in something. It can be at work, or at home, or at church, or just name something that has sparked your interest, and you want to jump on board to see what you can do to help out. Here's the thing. Sometimes your plans are not the best solutions for a particular situation. Now, 
How does someone go about telling you this, especially if you are the one who is in charge? Oh boy, I need to sit down because this will require whoever is going to attempt to change your direction or your way of handling a situation. Might be thinking I could come to you in a logical way and point out the plus and the minuses that you have missed somehow, but I think handling you in this way will be a big mistake because you can argue someone else's logic to the ground. Remember what I said earlier, people born on May 31st do not have a problem with being combative. No, if you want someone that was born on May 31st to change their thinking or plans, then you need to find that secret and secure place that is heavily guarded, which is holding their emotions captive. This is the key to opening up those born on May 31st to listening and taking in what is being presented to them instead of ripping you apart. They may reflect, ask you questions, and maybe change their views. I said maybe. This is not a guarantee that you will have a jackpot, but hopefully you will not have to have a drawn out argument with them, which is tiresome to have all the time. If you are an emotional person trying to live with or work with someone whose birthday is on May 31st, do what comes natural to you. Present your disagreement in a way that is tender, heartfelt, and truthful. People born on May 31st do not have a problem being the front woman or front man because they are sure of themselves and they know how to prepare their message. But if, for whatever the reason, they do not succeed in completing a task or their message is not perceived in a good light, they are not the individuals who will go and hide in a cave and live out the rest of their lives as a hermit. No, they will recover and stand proud once again with greater strength because now they know what not to do. You are someone who can drive someone crazy. If this someone is not paying attention to your madness, I mean, recognizing the patterns in your life. Yes, you like order and for things to be the same, but your behavior and the way you talk, someone will have to ask you the question. Are you serious? How can you like order and routines when you are all over the place? This is what I mean by others having to pay attention to the patterns. I think those born on May 31st know when things are getting out of control. And their way of fixing the madness is to have things already set up to force them back into having peace and less disorder in their lives. So at home, they have rules that have to be followed, even when they feel the itch and want to scratch. I think the hope is that the home rules will prevent them from scratching or stop them 
from scratching too much. This is my hypothesis. Those who live with you will have a better understanding of you. It is important you get a handle on things in your life. It will be hard for you to be that warm and sweet person you really are if you keep running around fussing all the time and being very changeable. In other words, scratching your itches. June 1st. The need to socialize is strong and you know how to go about being the most popular in the room. You probably can have a discussion on just about anything. History is interesting to you, but not because you like to talk about what caused World War I. No, you use what you have read, heard, and seen about history to compare the past to the present and what it might be like in the future. You like being in the public eye. So, being well-dressed, always looking attractive, and keeping up with current events is something you do without thinking. Being in the limelight does lift your spirits and the attention from others hanging on your words like delicious sweet apples about to fall from the tree. But actually, you are trying to hide a secret that only one or two individuals know about you, which is you are prone to feelings of abandonment. I do not know if you feel this way only when you are physically alone, or do you suffer from this feeling when others are in the room with you? I think this is the worst when you are around others and still feel forsaken. Luckily, you do know how to keep a large supply of friends of all types around, like hangout buddies, co-workers, classmates, and the list goes on and on and on. As I said earlier, you keep a lot of information in your head because you do not want to be in a conversation and a topic comes up and all you can do is listen. No. Mm-mm. You need to be able to say something, even if what you have to say is very little. You do not want anyone to see you as being empty-headed. The ability to spot the weaknesses and the strengths in someone is a flair you have, but you lack the patience to strengthen this flair with other skills, which could turn your flair into a talent. When it comes to money, things are interesting with you because you like good quality, nice things, but you might not want to pay full price or you will wait for it to go on sale. To be honest, because your patience is so short, I do not know how you could wait for something you have been eyeing for days, weeks, or even months to go on sale. Is it safe to say? If this is a blinking contest between you and the seller, you will be the one who blinks first. You will have to find a way to cheer yourself up and really take a look around you and say, are you really happy? And if your answer is no, then what steps are you going to take to bring happiness into your life? You might have to be brave and accept that maybe going against the norms might be your only option. 
Just something to think about. June 2nd are people who like tricky situations. Things that the rest of us will call problems or unpleasantries. People who were born on June 2nd seem to enjoy hammering out problems and other negativities that come along in life. I think there might be a few of you listening that will spin what I just said another way. You might have said that those born on June 2nd are trouble seekers. When the bad stuff is happening, they run to be in the middle of it to fix things and bring back peace and order. You may be right because you personally know these individuals who were born on June 2nd, which gives you better insight into them than I have. But you are looking at this from an individual viewpoint. I'm looking at this from a general point of view. So, because those born on June 2nd like to help others with their problems, it is no surprise that they pick careers that put them in situations that will require them to do just that. You will even step it up a little bit more and be attracted to people who are prone or have lots of problems in their lives. I cannot think of a better way to win your heart and soul than by introducing myself to someone born on June 2nd and somewhere in the conversation start talking about my personal stress or maybe after we have seen each other a few times inform you that I am really a damsel in distress and I am desperately looking for my knight in shiny armor. Oh, you already know. You will come running to my rescue. And if there were other things that tick your boxes, we will be married or living together within days. Do not think this is something that only affects the males born on this day. Oh no, females like to find their stray puppies that have lost their homes and need some TLC. Their previous owners had to kick the puppy out of their homes because the puppy would not behave or prove to be too much to train. And as luck will have it, you came walking along. The first thing you want to do, because you can sense distress, unhappiness, and misunderstanding the puppy has suffered from the previous owner's inability to care for the puppy, is to take home this loss and misunderstood strike and make him your project of love because you know what he needs. Sometimes there are happy endings and sometimes there is just chaos. When you have bitten off more than you can chew, what does one do? Spit out what you have chewed or swallow it down? What I am trying to say, you need to discover your limits and stay away from the line. Some of us crave for a little normality in our lives, but not you. You want the craziness and the troublesome stuff. I think as you run here and there with your fire extinguisher, putting out one alarm and three alarm fires, you actually believe you're getting better at what you do. But are you really? This is why being around you is never boring 
because you are always involved in something that others would have walked away from. But no, you stay to give your two cents. Having a stable, healthy, not difficult, and tranquil moments seem to be something you lose sight of. Luckily, you do learn from all of the chaos you have handled throughout your life. Whether it be through helping others through their miseries or your own misfortunes, which makes you stronger in handling the ups and downs that life brings. I hope with all that you have experienced that you use this knowledge in a way that will allow you to structure a life that will have more daily peace than you seeking out havoc. June 3rd. It seems you have a thing for talking. Someone could say this is a strength and it is also a weakness of yours. Sometimes you can say things that will leave others in awe of you. And other times you are giving them bullets for their guns that they will be using to shoot you with. I think it is safe to say you probably have knowledge about many topics. And when I say you have knowledge, you probably know a lot about a topic or few topics because you can talk forever. I mean, people will be waving goodbye and you still have one more thing to say to them. When you have someone who is listening to you intensely, oh, now you can go into overdrive. If you are a senator and you want to stop something from being voted on, you can enact a filibuster on the floor of the Senate. I am sure you will be legendary for the filibusters you have enacted. If it is verbal, good or bad, you are easily tempted to engage in the discussion. So, I am fully expecting many emails from those born on this day informing me about what they feel as though I have said wrong or correct about those born on this day. Usually, you are up for any type of debate. And of course, your goal is to win the debate, even if you have to wink your eye and smile a little seductively. But on topics you have no tolerance for, and believe it or not, you do have one or a few topics that others should never try to debate with you about. If you are having a discussion with someone born on June 3rd and have talked your way into a minefield, you need to back up carefully. And once out of the minefield, walk away and let the bomb that you have just ignited to defuse itself. The expression, you get more bees with honey than vinegar is true. When someone is trying to win you over in an argument, using force or saying negative things to you will not be good weapons to win you over. To win you over, someone needs to have a soft and gentle approach to get you to see things from their side and bring something that you really like as a present to steer the conversation in the direction that they would like it to go in. You are a nice tiger when your belly is full 
and the fur is being groomed in the right direction. I know you like to talk, but I think you might sometimes lose focus as to how your words are affecting others, especially those who live with you. Keep in mind, they are the ones who get to see you every day, and they eat with you, and sleep with you, and also see you in your pajamas. Are you getting the point here? These are the ones who need extra courtesy from you, as in the way you speak to them. Yes, others who do not live with you will benefit from the same courtesy, but the ones who live with you will need a lot more courtesy than those who do not live with you. What is the best weapon to use when you know you are dealing with someone who loves to talk? I think we all know the answer to this question. It is to be quiet. Stop responding back to them. Those born on June 3rd hate this weapon with all types of passion. Before you think this is a good weapon to use against those born on June 3rd, please stop. I do not know how one should use this weapon against them because this is a weapon that can kill you both. So do not make this your thing when you have had enough, or you cannot see yourself winning an argument with those born on June 3rd. I think the carrot and the stick is the best alternative weapon when trying to win an argument with someone born on June 3rd. June 4th. You are a rational and mental person. Talking to you is a delight even if the conversation turns into a debate. I cannot believe I'm saying this, but I think you would do your best to keep an open mind towards the one who is questioning your opinion. I do not see this as you being weak, but if anyone out there has mistaken this gesture of kindness as a weakness, I would not be in agreement with you. There may be a wolf under this sheep's wool. This may be why others feel comfortable in placing you in charge of things or others that need supervision. But you are aware this is not the position you need to be in. It is an okay position for a short time. But as a permanent position, I think we will be asking for problems because you might ditch your sheep outfit and start coming to work as a wolf. It will benefit everyone around you for you to inform them that you are at your best when you are working in a group situation. And the project that is being worked on does not have many limiting conditions. There needs to be a little room for creativity or upgrades for you and the group to work on and develop. To be honest, you are in your best mood when you are a mentee, learner, and in training. You like being a pupil and being taught that is what is so different about you. I think everyone has been a pupil, but would you say this was the most enjoyable period of your life? Those born on June 4th, might say this, but the rest of us? 
Maybe not. There are some who hate school or think school is a waste of time. It will be more interesting for them to learn by actually doing the skills that their teacher is teaching them instead of sitting at a desk listening to the teacher talk for God knows how long. Sometimes learning this way is boring, but not for you. Mm-mm. For those born on June 4th, I do not know if you have a certain style of teaching you like over another style of teaching, but it is clear you love learning. As you graduate out of one skill set, you are ready to start another learning experience or work on a project. You like it when you have one project that you are working on, and as soon as you finish this project, there is another one waiting for you. I can hear you now whispering, just keep it coming, just keep it coming. People born on June 4th are verbal individuals in their own way. I would not say they are highly talkative like those born on June 3rd. No, you are just good at using your vocabulary. You are usually good at using irony to make your point, which does not always go over well with others when you're being disparaging or condemnatory is when your irony really wants to come out. Your people skills may be lacking in being a leader, but putting together a team that will work well together is right up your alley. It is important you maintain balance in your life. It is so easy for you to get wrapped up into whatever you are being trained in or in your projects that you just dismiss your emotional side, probably unconsciously. Yes, you have a passionate, loving side, and your partner would love to see that side of you more often. You know, you're probably one of the few people on this earth that love honey to-do lists. Keep that in mind, okay? (laughs) This is a good point, not a bad one, okay? But putting that aside, the emotional side of you is second fiddle in your orchestra. Okay, I cannot go too far into your emotions because it involves sex. I do not know if there are any children listening to this podcast, so I will say do not dismiss your emotional desires. Your partner would love to have more kisses and hugs from you. Practicing random acts of goodwill will help you spiritually. I do not think there is anything that I can say to make you okay with receiving help. When helping someone born on June 4th, be prepared. The idiom, never look a gift horse in the mouth, which means do not find fault with something that has been received as a gift is referring to you. Do not look for faults, okay? You are not the only one who can do random kind acts. Sometimes others would like to do a random kind act that would be of help 
to you. June 5th. The ability to captivate your audience is amazing. Not because you can captivate others. No. The ability to captivate others is something that many can do. The reason why you are special at captivating your audience is because you tend to confuse your audience. But instead of leaving right away once they no longer understand what you are saying or do not get the purpose of what you are protesting about, they stay and hear you out. Go figure. I'm not sure, but I believe there is a reason for this madness. I do not think you want to confuse others. When you are talking, you want others to understand what you are saying. This is why, in your mind, you take the time to explain, slow things down, and you think you are expressing yourself in a way that even a small child could understand you, but you still lose your audience. Have you taken into consideration that maybe you have too much going on inside of your head? You have a lot of things going on that might be closely related to each other. To give an example, your mother is having car problems with her new Honda she bought a week ago. The heating system is defective, according to the mechanic. And at the same time, someone on your job is asking you for help with their Honda, which they have owned for five years. The heating system seems to have a mind of its own. It only works when it wants to work. These two problems have similarities. Both cars are of the same make and both cars are having troubles with their heating systems. As you dive into helping your mother to prevent her from being stuck with a lemon and at the same time help your co-worker figure out why his heating system only works at certain times, you discover some facts about both vehicles that Honda has not revealed to the public, which now puts you in motion to sound the alarm. To inform the public, there are a lot of things that are going on in this example I just gave. And if you want others to understand you, it's important you piece and group everything together in a way that will allow others to understand what happened to your mother's vehicle and your co worker's vehicle, as well as what you have learned about Honda the manufacturer of these two vehicles, and link everything together. Now, this sounds easy for anyone to do, but you are not just dealing with your mother and co-worker car issues. You have other issues going on as well, and you are handling all of these issues, which are all important at the same time. Can you now understand why sometimes others do not understand you when you speak. You start talking about one thing and it is like you do not even notice how you change the topic and flow right into another topic. But the one who is listening to you 
seems to always notice when you do this. So yes, they got your back because your cause seemed to be just, but they cannot go all the way with you because you are moving too fast through the jungle. The jungle is a metaphor for the conversation. And you lose them because you are making too many turns. I do believe you learn that it is you that causes others to be confused. And even if I did not give a good example of how you do this, you know exactly how you do this and you develop tactics that will help others to understand you. I think you see yourself as a champion. And as time goes by, you learn how to communicate your message in a less all-over-the-place way. But your energy may always stay high. Please keep in mind, you cannot win at everything. Once you learn to relax and accept that sometimes you will make a bad decision or things will not always go as you would like, it is okay. Yes, bad things will happen because you have dropped the ball. Not on purpose, but nevertheless has happened. You need to keep in mind, no one wants others to see them not at their best. But there are times the situation is out of our control. And it happens on these rare occasions. When this happens to you, try to remain calm. Or if it is not too serious, make a joke. I know being embarrassed is something no one wants to experience. So, you are not alone. Do you think you are a perfectionist? If you are thinking this way, you should stop. This type of thinking is going to only do you harm. Yes, you like to push yourself and just like anyone else, you want to win. It is important that you stay healthy physically, mentally, and emotionally. I think physically will be the easiest of the three for you to accomplish, but mentally and emotionally will be the two that you will have to work the hardest on. Well, that's it. That's the end of Gemini Part 2. In my next podcast, I will be discussing Gemini Part 3. And the dates will be June 6th to June 11th. I hope you will return and listen to Sun Signs and Their Personalities with me, Noah. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you would like to contact me, my email address is sunsignswithpersonality at gmail.com. It will be greatly appreciated. And let me just say thank you in advance. If you will leave me a tip of a dollar or whatever you have to give, my PayPal email address is sunsignswithpersonality at gmail.com. All of the information that I have just given you will be located in the show notes. I hope I have given you some insight into someone or a few people. Can I dare to say has given you insight into yourself? Every day is another opportunity for all of us to learn something 
and understand one another, as well as ourselves. Goodbye for now.